Hey, welcome back to Spatular Extremities. Before I get into the show, I wanted to do my Ron Perlman impression. Uh, so, Harvey Weinstein calls me into his office, uh, and he's got he's got my wife bent over his desk, and he's like, "Hey, Ron Perlman, uh, I want you to go piss on your hand, and 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 then go shake hands with Donald Trump." And I was like, "Okay, Harvey, I always do whatever you say." So, uh, I goes and I piss all over my hand, and and I walk up to Donald Trump, and I'm like, "Hey, Donald Trump." Want to shake my hand? And he's like, no, get the fuck out of my face and uh, tell your wife to get in my office. And I said, okay, Donald Trump. And I don't know why, but my son was born with a spray tan. All right, welcome back to Spatular Extremities. Today's episode is going to be a short one because for one thing, I'm working on a longer episode tomorrow, and for another, the zine that I'm talking about today, I only have one issue of it, and it's really short. It's like, I think it's eight pages, which is a little bit unfortunate because this is my, at least at the moment, my new favorite thing. And this is a 1987 fanzine out of Louisiana called Boom. Now, Boom is subtitled All Junk Food for the Eyes. And I would like to think that if the Misfits decided to make a fanzine instead of start a band, they would have started something like Boom. I'll read you a bit of the opening editorial just to give you an idea of what Boom is about. And... You're going to have to bear with me because it's written longhand. Greetings and welcome to the beginning of what I hope will become a soundboard for fans of entertainment with a bite. Disciples of bona fide bad film, exploitation epics, weird TV, sports, or art can hopefully have their own low-budget means of communicating their feelings and thoughts through boom. Now, I readily admit that Louisiana has nothing of an outlet to catch stuff on the big screen, except for a few revival houses and porn theaters scattered amongst New Orleans and Baton Rouge, but that even says very little. However, since the coming of the modern age, we must resort to video cassette and television to quench that southern thirst for the stuff. We are here to maybe convert others to open their eyes to realize all the mainstream films you catch at the the mall super theaters are wrong and lackluster nearly 94% of the time. There are a hundred times more subtle truths hidden in a film like blood-sucking freaks or Attack of the 50-Foot Woman than in a cocoon or a Back to the Future. What we will attempt is to be a bi-monthly newsletter to celebrate and recognize entertainment events old and new that should interest some people. We will also try and maintain a free publication in every aspect of the word as well. Any submission to the publication, i.e. submitted ideas or articles, will be most appreciated. With time, we should improve in many ways if a good response ensues. We want to know if and how entertainment affects one's life. I mean, if a movie like Xanadu can affect one local dude into thinking Olivia Newton-John was really a muse living under Lake Arthur or nearby, and proceeded to kill his family before fleeing to New York 
to steal TV sets with Olivia scribbled on them, well, it makes you wonder. Boom. Now, as you may suspect, I browse a lot of these fanzines, and I'm really hoping to find more from the South. Because there is just something different about Boom. It's hard to exactly say what it is they're doing right, but they just are. You know, as they mentioned in the editorial, Boom is focused on all sorts of weird or trash or exploitation or just generally strange entertainment. Though this first issue is mostly focused on 50s and 60s, especially uh, your monster films. Half the issue is written longhand, and half the issue is typed. And I don't mean the first half of the issue is written longhand, and the second half of the issue is typed. I mean, there will be one article written longhand, and then half of an article will be typed, and then the second half of the article will be written. It's just a strange thing. The official news source of the weekly or of uh, of Boom is the Weekly World News, which I unfortunately I don't think is around anymore, because that was a gem. And I I for one even discovered a musician reading Boom. Um, it is a guy. Their music section is called Earwax, and they have a write up on a guy named Escarita. And I'll read you the I'll read you the review or the the just the the piece on Escarita. It says, in 1959, Capitol Records was yet to cash in on this new rock and roll craze that was sweeping the world of music. Logic suggested that if a musical maniac like Little Richard could score a record company millions of big bucks, then a total psychotic loon would make zillions. So before you could say womp womp a lubop. They signed Escarita and probably lost a bundle. None of his records sold, and his LP is one of rock and roll's rarest items. But 25 years later, French Capital has released this gem, assuming that now his time has come. Escarita is, is like Little Richard on both Quaaludes and LSD. His hairdo is more outrageous. He dons wraparound rhinestone chain, shades and laced ribbed jacket shirts, which he branded as Escarita. Oh, Esquire Ita, which he insisted he had a right to wear, performs high screeching wails almost every other word and bangs off key off the wall piano licks as often as possible. However, ever the however Escarita's demented brand of rock and roll manages to come across to those with a taste for sleazy rock and blues with unintentional humor attached. His band is pretty tight with loads of wicked sax attacks. He excels at numbers like Batty Over Hattie, Get Back Baby, Hole in My Heart, Hey Miss Lucy, I Need You, and the, and the loosest version of Buddy Holly's Maybe Baby Conceivable. I managed to find a copy of this LP at Raccoon Records in Lafayette, but don't think that they're able to order more copies. Look around for it, or if you mail me a blank cassette in care of Boom, I could copy it for you to experience. Uh, I, I love little touches like that, by the way in fanzines where they know they're not going to have a big circulation. There aren't going to be millions of people sending them blank cassettes. So they really, they try to get that little personal attachment with the readership. I really love that. To quote the album liner's notes, Escarita carves most of his personality out of 88 piano keys and his screeching sending voice. Uh, 
or his searching sending voice. And too bad it didn't say screeching. His sensational music, like everything about him, is truly the farthest out that man has ever gone. So, like I said, I'm going to try to find more copies of Boom. I didn't look that hard because I knew that this was going to be a short review today. And so this seemed perfect for that. But I highly recommend that you check this thing out. It's just, it's just funny and weird and just, I don't know, it's just cool. Uh, tomorrow I will have my longer review of Volume 1 of Cinema Sewer. As I have mentioned, that's going to be a bit shoot exclusive. I'm not going to be putting it up on the podcast networks or on uh, YouTube. It's just going to be on BitChute. So if you're not on BitChute yet, I'd say sign up and follow my channel, Spatular Extremities. And be sure to set your filters to accept not safe for work stuff. So anyway, go and check out Boom. This is one of the only things so far that I would say uh, pretty much anybody can probably read and enjoy. It's just kind of a goofy-ass good time. So anyway, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And, uh, you know, tomorrow's Friday. So just enjoy today or I get through it. All right. Goodbye.